by showing up as your authentic self and who you are being and sharing your journey and sharing your struggles and all that stuff, you know, people really gravitate to that because people are looking for not just connection, but someone to hold space for them. You're listening to the Sovereign Society Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Riccio, and my greatest passion is to help you transform your doubt into the courage you crave to activate your thriving business from the inside out. As a Kundalini business mentor, speaker, and modern medicine priestess, I believe the world's ready for your medicine more than ever. By embracing all facets of our human experience, we have the power to cultivate a conscious tomorrow today. Every Wednesday, I gather some of the greatest leaders, teachers, and revolutionists of our time to talk about all things social justice, personal empowerment, and what it takes for you to uplevel your business and life. It's time for more good people making good money, doing great things in the world. Best believe this is the place that's going to take you there. If you're ready to unleash your medicine and revolutionize the world as we know it, I invite you to dive in and join us on this wild ride. Hello, 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 and welcome to a new episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Riccio, and I am so excited to be sharing with you this powerful episode with my girl, Stephanie Bellinger of The Spiritual Boss Babe, and it's just really fun to continue sharing these conversations with very authentic and vulnerable and real women and men, but I love when I have my soul sisters here, and this has been such a wild time since the palindrome and the palindrome and the shift into a new season. Like now we're officially in autumn in the northern hemisphere, spring in the southern. And for me, summer kicked my ass. And so it just feels like such a breath of fresh air that the season has changed and I get to wear sweaters now. I don't know about you all, but I live in the desert and it was hotter than hell. (laughs) And now I'm super excited to be in the space where I can like get cozy and go through this really beautiful rebirth and a lot of this conversation today, we're talking about quantum expansion and what it takes to really experience that quantum manifestation. And of course, we talked about plant medicines and lots of topics that I'm extremely passionate about. And I was recently on Stephanie's podcast for the Spiritual Boss Babe. And just to be able to continue this conversation, I feel so grateful and honored and to be really sharing with you all what it really takes for us to set ourselves up to run a successful, soulfully led business. And this is a time where we are really piercing through the veil. Like we're getting into autumn season. There's just a lot more transparency coming through. I know I've been feeling with feeling it a lot. I've been sharing a lot on Instagram about what I'm seeing in the community. And there's been such a big response from you all, just like really feeling what I'm feeling and Personally, I'm just like tired of the dogma and the bullshit that's been really lingering in the community about like good vibes only and all these things when in fact we need to embrace and honor all facets of the human experience. And I know that's what Stephanie and I really talked about too, is like we have to give ourselves that permission to understand and recognize the interconnectedness of it all. Because if you're running a spiritually led business that soulfully in 
embodied business, really. You have to be able to relate to your audience and to the people. And, you know, when people are feeling low and like they're feeling alone, it's really powerful to feel the connection and to be able to share that connection of like, Hey, I see you. I've been there. I know what you're going through. And this connection is what allows us to create a a business and a life that has depth and meaning and purpose. And I know for me, I've just been seeing, you know, what's going on in a lot of the spiritually in the spiritual world of social media and all these things. And after taking four months off and coming back, like just seeing the spiritual egotism and the focus on materialism and all these things, like, it's, it's been a challenge to navigate through and for us to just remember to the core of like why we do what we do. And it's to really bless this place up with, with connection, with human interaction, to really embrace what this human experience is about. And so business is shifting. People are craving connection. People are craving authenticity. And we have the opportunity and the power to align to our truth and to be in this space where we can really serve and we can really show up and help people find their truth and their purpose and also what it takes for them to feel embodied and the self-worth. I think those are the biggest topics. And I know Stephanie agrees. We talked a lot about that in this episode alongside the importance of doing the deep internal work when you're building your soulful business and uh, the importance of play and enjoying life and what it takes to really show up in this world and the importance of vulnerability and how it impacts our business alongside this quantum manifestation and the subconscious mind and just really being gentle with yourself and kind to yourself with what's led you here <laughs> and to know that, you know, you are here to shake shit up and you do that by being yourself. And that's something that I value is just pure authenticity and vulnerability and realness and to really shed light on the dark spaces, not just in the world, but in the community. And so Stephanie here, she's the creator of Spiritual Boss Babe, and she has this really powerful online community that serves tens of thousands of women around the world. And if you are just tuning into this and you've never listened to this podcast before, like, let me know that you're part of her community. Would love to connect with you deeper. But she's a spiritual mentor and a really a, a mindset coach that really helps healers and coaches and visionaries quantum leap into the next phase of their purpose, their impact and the abundance from their soul centered work. And what I love about her is that she's very open about the fact that she's been able to overcome so many struggles and challenges and failures um, and doing the deep internal work to really share her story, the lessons and the experiences to help everyone who comes in contact with her and finds her, which I think is so beautiful and so pivotal. I know it's something I'm very passionate about too, but her mission here is to really help purpose-driven women completely transform their mindset and to unlock their innate magic and to create a life and business that sets their soul on fire. And you know how often I talk about that. So also great to have another part of my soul squad here and 
she knows she believes that we have the power to really transform this world and raise the vibration of the planet together. And I'm with you, sister. So if you have if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to this channel leave a rating and review. Let me know where you're coming from and make sure you screenshot that you're listening. I love seeing what's resonating with you in these episodes and who's listening. And so remember to tag me at Sabrina Riccio, tag the Sovereign Society podcast on Instagram at Sovereign Society podcast, and make sure that you also tag Stephanie and let her know you're listening to at the spiritual boss, babe. So without further ado, I'm excited to be sharing with you this brand new episode Take some notes, really dive in and enjoy. Hello, 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 and welcome to this new and exciting episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. I've got another soul sister here with me, and it's been so fun having all the the, the gang come through and just share and blast this place up because the world is ready for it. I'm sure you feel the same thing, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. I've got Stephanie Bellinger here, spiritual boss babe here. And <laughs> I'm just really excited because I'm sure you're feeling too that these new earth codes are anchoring right now. Yes, for sure. Right? Like I don't, I've just been Ever since the Lionsgate, it's been really, there's been a lot of shifts happening. And I know we're like before that. Yeah. And I know we're in the last months of this decade and 2019 preparing for 2020 Crystal Vision. So I just feel like we're purging through such a huge density right now. I feel like generationally, ancestrally, collectively. I mean, what are you feeling? I feel like the last few months have been really crazy (laughs) for me personally and for a lot of people that I know. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely been um, purging a lot of the old paradigms and like the deep, deep, deep stuff for me personally. Um, And yeah, I feel like it's been a crazy fucking summer. (laughs) This summer has been next level. But I think that everyone kind of knew that going into this year. We all like all the astrologers and the and the mystics and the psychics they all said summer was going to is going to be a, a a doozy mhm and i feel like now we're kind of coming out at like the light of the end of the tunnel kind of phase of like okay this this natural evolution and growth and all that stuff so it's like <sighs> i can breathe now yeah and it's also interesting with that i feel like people going through the purge or people going through um, the healing or the liberation, the moksha. Now they're really inspired to build their business and to share their, their passions and allow that to really be their purpose. And not only that, but they're sharing their story. So Mm -hmm. I would love to hear what your story is of like how you're choosing to anchor in these new codes and share your medicine. Cause I mean, you've got such a strong following with your private Facebook group and just your whole following. And, you know, I would love to hear what your mission is and what your intention is for the work that you're doing based off of what's brought you here. Yeah. Um, well, I don't even really know where to start my story, but I feel like, um, I'm always expanding and growing just as we all are. And I, and my mission and vision and purpose expands as I do. 
And so uh, for a long time, ever since... So when I was a teenager, I was in a very abusive relationship. I usually start there because this was like my, I guess, first phase of spiritual awakening when I was like 14 to 20. And once I uh, built myself back up enough to leave the abuse and and step into my power, I always knew that I was meant to do something really big. I was meant to, you know, live my best life. And I realized that we could create anything that we want in life and all kinds of things. But ever since then, I knew that I was meant to do something. It just didn't always look clear. And so <laughs> I don't think it ever really looks super, super clear because we just have to freaking start and share and trust. Take, yeah. And trust. Yeah. And so um, my journey has been, you know, a long, interesting one. I've finally realized I was meant to help people in a deeper way when I started personal training, health and fitness coaching. And cause that was my first taste of personal and spiritual growth. Um, and then it transitioned into wanting to go deeper in the spiritual realm and mindset and really helping people share their voice, share their message, share their gifts, because I believe that we all have a really powerful purpose here and we all contribute to the shift that's happening on the planet and we all have our own unique magic and medicine to share with the world. And so part of being able to step in that into that fully is doing the deep work for yourself uh, holistically, like mind, body, and spirit. So in my case, the fitness, the, you know, eating healthier, losing weight and all that stuff was like my first phase. Uh, not really my first phase, it was my first taste of like what like just, a, it changed my life, you know? And so, um, yeah, like I, I just been taking one step at a time, following where I'm being guided and sharing my journey along the way. And I wasn't always confident to even share my journey. I was very nervous. Um, thankfully I got practice when I did my fitness stuff. Um, with putting myself out there because it was uh, gearing me up to what I'm doing now and what I'm also stepping into even now. Um, so I hope that answers your question. It's kind no, of an it's really journey. beautiful. I think to me, I feel like the most important thing in all of this is doing the deep internal work. I also believe that the inner creates the outer and that like we have the power to understand, like I call it the solistic approach. Like there's everything. Oh yeah, I love that. soul is involved in all areas of our life. And so <laughs> if you're neglecting an area of your life, it's going to affect the rest of your, your being and it's going to affect the rest of your experience here. And so, I mean, I would just love to talk more about like the importance of doing the deep internal work, especially if you're building a business today, because I just feel like in today's day and world, like everyone's bullshit meters are really strong. Mm -hmm. And there's, I don't want to say there's an oversaturation, but it's like, it's an invitation for us to really just stay in our own lane and to be in our truth and to just be in that space. So I would just love to hear um, what you've really seen, like doing that deep internal work and how that affects building your business and that affects sharing your message and just being an overall like conscious being in today's yeah. World, you know, that we're living in reality. I mean, the inner down, if your mindset and energy aren't on board, then no strategy is ever going to work really. 
or it'll work a little bit, but you'll still feel off on the inside. Mm-hmm. And so I learned this lesson mostly from my personal training, health and fitness coaching stuff. Again, like that was kind of like my testing ground, so to speak. And I had a very successful business. Uh, that was my first venture into becoming self-employed and being on my own, living in New York City. I felt like I made it. Mm-hmm. And then I was really scared of, oh, am I going to really be able to keep this up? You know, what if I fail? What if people don't like me? And like, I noticed that even though I felt like a badass, there was this part of me um, that still needed to be healed or whatever. There were all these stories that were going on in the background about like why it's not going to work or just that fear. Um, and I gave my power away to the fear, even though I was still doing a lot of inner work back then, you know, I was doing like work, um, but I was giving power away to the fear still. And I noticed that things felt like they were crumbling beneath me. And, um, I felt like a complete failure. I had to get a side job again and I didn't have to, I chose to get a side job again because I felt like I needed to, because whatever, but I felt like a complete failure. And that's actually kind of around the time when I was introduced to plant medicine. Mm. I was like, okay, this is all happening for a reason. You know, um, I realized that there were deeper, deeper things that I needed to look at and learn and activate, so to speak in order to step into my next phase of purpose. And so like I was still always on purpose, but when I was introduced to plant medicine, when I you know reached that point of quote unquote failure, it was actually divine like it was like a divine plan of like this need this is supposed to happen and this is the path, you know, like once I was introduced to the plant medicine it was like oh my god, now this all makes sense. Things this yeah, things start clicking. Fun. Like for me, everyone's always like when I'm on other people's podcasts or I, even when we were talking on your podcast, which I have a link in the description below, we were talking about plant medicines. And to me, like everyone's always like, okay, I need to hear about your journey. (laughs) And I know for me, like that really helped me overcome my depression that I had. And that, that depression is the epitome of an unhealthy mindset. Mm -hmm. So for me, like, I don't know. I've been working with plant medicine since I was like 17, starting, I guess, with cannabis in that, in that realm. And even today, like, you know, I just feel like the plants are speaking through us. And I know like for me, like when I consume cannabis, I've been also consuming it with red rose. So I'm smoking the two together to allow that heart to open. So these plant medicines can also be, you know, like we have this rise of essential oils and we have this Mm -hmm. like you know, these, the psychedelic renaissance kind of happening. That's what I'm really talking about. Like, yeah. Yeah. What would you say have been like some of your more profound plant medicine journeys that have really like changed the trajectory of where you're going? It's, it's completely changed the trajectory of my life. Like before, and I'm not like saying that this is the only way and that it's for everyone. Um, and all that or any of that, but like I was doing EMDR therapy, hypnotherapy, uh, a lot of different modalities that were very helpful. And that I actually, you know, I do a lot of hypnosis and EFT and stuff like that with my clients because those tools really are helpful. However, like there was something deeper that I could not get to for some reason with anything other than plant medicine helped me like, um, ayahuasca, 
um, and mushrooms helped me get to like these depths of my subconscious mind that were like, I guess, blocked off for whatever reason because of trauma Mm -hmm. that I could not get to any other way or any other way. I never discovered another way until I found that, you know? And so I've had um, many experiences with both ayahuasca, mushrooms, I mean, (laughs) 5-MeO, DMT, like Cambo. I mean, I've done a lot of the different plant medicines and it wasn't like- Combo's calling me. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was intense. (laughs) (laughs) I did a three-day detox in a row, three days in a row. Wow. Yeah, it was intense. So if you guys Um, don't know what Combo is, Combo is um, the frog venom and it comes from the Amazon and essentially like you burn yourself and then you put... Someone else does it. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. The practitioner, it burns you and then they put the um, the uh, like the serum coming off of yeah. the, the frog and it's just a massive purge and detox and yeah. nervous system. Yeah. I actually have a whole episode on my podcast where um, the practitioner I worked with, he's sharing all about it. So if anyone wants to learn more about Cambo. But yeah, so I've done a lot of different things and it was for a lot of purposes for healing myself, but also for expansion. You know, I found that like, what, you know, not only was I healing deep things from within myself, uh, from my past and from my lineage, I was also healing the collective and I also started learning a lot from like source energy and you know, all that is. And I, I I feel like for me personally, I don't know if this is everyone's experience or whatever, but for me personally, I feel like I was meant to find the work and I am meant to learn whatever I'm supposed to teach from the work as well. Yes. I've learned things from plant medicine work that I feel like I was shown specifically so I can teach it or share it, mm-hmm. you know, in a way. Um, so it's been really life changing, and I'm excited to continue to like guide more people to the work and facilitate experiences and just really, just I just have so much appreciation and gratitude for what it has shown me. And again, like it's not like the only way I like to just reiterate that because I feel like some people might be like, Oh, well, you know, what if I don't want to do that? Or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or there could even be the abuse again, like we had in the 60s. And I feel like it's a sacred thing. It's definitely to be treated with respect. There's some people (laughs) that are just like, they understand, they see the power, but like, they're not, there's a, there's an important reverence that also needs to be honored um, with this practice because it is so sacred. And the only way we're going to allow it to become quote unquote legal is if we continue to honor the sacredness because that energy is much more powerful than these, you know, these rules kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like there, there's, it's, it's going to continue to evolve and it's going to continue to spark interest. And I really believe that in today's day and age, it's really not going anywhere. Like, I mean, we're, we have the opportunity right now where MDMA may be become legal as a um, psychoactive therapy for PTSD and for vets. You know, it's on stage four and um, the organization MAPS, the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies, like they're working really hard and, and um, psilocybin mushrooms, they're on phase one right now with depression. And I know for damn sure that medicine itself has been like a massive tool for me to heal and for me to like 
overcome my own depression. And so do you see like more of the work that you're doing more so in the microdosing setting, or are you seeing like full throttle, um, coming through with the way that you're, um, participating in these, uh, ceremonies and these journeys? What do you mean? Like how like, I, yeah. Like, do you, do you like do microdosing and stuff with these things? Or are you um, throttle? Would you say like with mushrooms, for instance? Um, it's kind of like in between. It's not like I'm going to like a whole nother universe and I'm doing like a mo- <laughs> a monster amount. Um, I, I have not to make that clear because a lot of people think that like you have to have this crazy, no, trip, you know, <laughs> that's not it at all. Yeah, actually. So I haven't really gotten into like microdosing on the regular, you know, I've heard a lot of really amazing things about it. I personally kind of just intuitively do it as I feel. It's not like an all the time thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say like, I don't know, like every couple months (laughs) I'll do like a mini journey. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's been, really impactful and really eye-opening and I just have so much respect and love for the work because it Um, is work it is work it's not play all the time like there can be some fun moments but like we're healing deep deep at the core when you're participating in these ceremonies yeah yeah I have a very good a very close relationship too it's like a spirit you know Mm -hmm. it is yeah and so it's like a teacher Mm-hmm. So then with that, like, how do you, how do you see like the balance of like work and play and in, in today's, I think, cause like we're so oversaturated too, with just like technology and social media yeah. and all these things, like, how are you, how do you implement more of the work play rhythm and flow balance in your business? Well, it's like a constant reminder also like the more fun I have, the more money I make or the more abundance I attract. So the more fun I have, the more abundance I attract in all ways. And so it's just this constant reminder of putting myself first mm-hmm. and putting, making like my vibration, my number one priority. Mm-hmm. So that's like my, another thing that I always say to myself is like, my vibration is my number one priority. And what does that look like? Well, that means that in the morning, like I do meditation or I don't just look right at my phone as soon as I roll out of bed or I, you know, do something with my singing bowl and sing or dance or work out and get my sweat on at the gym, whatever it is that day. It's not always, it's not always exactly the same, but it it does come first. And, and, um, I, I just like fun is a priority for me. And that can mean many things as well, but it's like, if you're not having fun, what's the point? Totally. For me, like the easiest way to have fun by myself, like on the regular is to freaking dance. You know, like that's the fastest way to just get into that energy of fun and, you know, dancing like no one's watching, like connecting to your body, putting on songs that like pump you up and then going about your day. Like that's the fastest and easiest way to tap into the energy of fun. That's what the shamans say. It's like, when did you stop dancing? You know, that's the question that they ask. Like, when did Mm -hmm. you stop dancing? Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's I talk song. about dancing all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if, if you're feeling like stuck, like when did you stop dancing, you know? And to me, I feel like the biggest way, like, you know, music in particular, like I was a music journalist before I started doing this. So I totally understand that. And that was like my path to spirituality. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, I just feel like when we listen to music and dance to music, especially like that we at least listen to in high school or middle school, like those are even great ways to start healing your sacral chakra, your solar plexus, like down to that lower triangle. Mm. And, you know, I, I just feel like more of that would also just bring a lot more lightness <laughs> in the world. Yeah, for sure. Dancing is like everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I know from, and that was, I mean, that for me, that was like what started healing my depression, like going to raves and being mm-hmm. in that rave culture. And, um, I get it. Like, I think it's, it's a really, it allows you to get into those spaces in your body that, may have some stagnant energy. And if that energy is stagnant, you're not going to have that creative flow to create to the next level. Exactly. Exactly. That's why it's like, that's like so important for me to either to move my body in some way, shape or form, like before I do anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I I mean, it's interesting because I think too, like as you continue to build your business, those need to really become non-negotiables because Mm -hmm. you're holding more space for people too, especially in the in this realm of work, like being a spiritual boss, babe, like you're <laughs> holding space yeah, on a, a deeper level. It's not surface level work. <laughs> it's not, it ain't no basic bitch work, right? No it's basic deep. bitch work. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's just to me, it's, I, I'm, I'm really excited to see like the working. I, to me, that's also a way of working smarter instead of harder. Yeah. Like I'm all about, like, and it's funny because this is a constant reminder for me too, you know, cause it's so easy to get into that hustle space of like, Oh, I'm going to do this and do, 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 and like create and, you know, um, just be in action all the time. And mm-hmm. so it's this constant reminder of ease and flow. How can I make this easy? How can I let this flow? And so like, how am I in alignment with that energy in other ways in my life? Am I allowing myself to experience ease and flow in other ways, AKA dancing, you know, getting outside, like just being present and not in my business, but like in my life. So it's like this constant reminder of ease and flow because the old paradigm is, oh, you know, things are hard. Like you got to work, work, work and do, do, do. And like, yeah, you got to take action and be kind of relentless on pursuit of your purpose. And, you know, where's the ease and fun and flow? Because that actually can come first. And when you're- That's why we're creating our own business is to have fun Exactly. And you know, when you're in that energy of ease and fun, you're in this place of flow and that's when the best ideas come and things just kind of seem way easier. Like you become magnetic. Soulmate clients come to you out of nowhere. You know, opportunities come to you out of nowhere because you're so present in the energy of flow and ease and um, just not thinking, but just being. Exactly. And I think like, I mean, I, it's interesting to see how with that, how business is also shifting. So I would love for you to share like what you're seeing happening right now in the business spectrum and what things are evolving into. I feel like things, a lot of things are shifting now. Um, for me personally, I feel like your your business is like an entity of its own. You know, it's like your brand is a 
has like a consciousness of its own. It does, most definitely. Yeah, and like everything that you're doing, creating and putting out as an extension of your soul. And so I believe in a spirit-led business where it's like, it can be led by your intuition and energy. And I feel like, you know, people are kind of sick and tired of the same generic bullshit. You know what I mean? And so it's like, that's why it's so important to fucking be yourself, like really be your real, raw, authentic self, not give a shit what other people think and try to do things differently. Like be creative. People are craving connection. That's like the number one thing. People are craving connection. And And the opposite of addiction is connection. Yeah. You know? So I think, I think we're purging that out too, is just like more conversations of like not shaming around these addictions. Cause we can have work addictions too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, definitely. So I feel like people are craving connections. People want to know that you care. And um, I just find that the best way to, and fastest way to grow your business is to literally connect with people through being your real, raw, authentic self, through sharing mm-hmm. your story, through giving value, asking, you know, how can I be of highest service today every single day? You know, what do people need to hear from me? And asking your spirit team or higher self to assist you in doing that. But again, you got to put your own self first and fill up your own love tank by having all the fun and doing the dances and all the shit. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Well, then that's the thing that like, I'm very proactive of sharing too, is like vulnerability is so sexy. And that is also what attracts people to your business is when you allow yourself to break down those walls and share your story and share your truth. So what have you seen as the importance of vulnerability and how that really impacts business? Well, I feel like people just connect with you way faster and way easier because they see themselves in your story or they see themselves in what you share, or maybe you share an experience you had and they're going through that right now. And then they, they just connect to you emotionally, energetically, because they're like, oh man, she gets it. And so by being vulnerable, you're able to establish that connection much faster, whether they're just reading something of yours or they're watching a video or talking to you in like in messenger, whatever the hell, like you can still connect like without, you know, on a mass scale by like literally helping, like, like sharing stories and letting people relate to you. So I feel like, um, that is the key. And when you do that more, you'll notice more and more people like gravitating to you. And I find that a lot of people, especially just starting out, they overthink about what to share. Or they mm. over they overthink about like how to make the these great posts. Yeah. Instead of allowing <laughs> instead of allowing it to channel through them, you know what I mean? They they think like, well, what do I share? Or I have to post today or you know, whatever. And it's like, no, actually you get to just be you. And part of growing a thriving, abundant business that lights your soul up is literally you being your fucking self. Mm-hmm. and living your best life and sharing that with the people because you are your purpose and you're basically sharing your life experience, your life lessons and things that have helped you. I mean, if you're a healer, a coach, whatever. And so it's like by showing up as your authentic self and who you are being and sharing your journey and sharing your struggles and all that stuff, you know, people really gravitate to that because people are looking for not just connection, but someone to hold, like help hold space for them, guide Mm -hmm. them, lead them, 
Mm-hmm. You know, and when we when we embrace our journey on how we were able to overcome that, that's where the authenticity also comes through to hold that space for whoever's coming our way. Yeah. And also like it gives like by you showing up in your truth, it gives other people permission to do so as well. And so I yeah. think that it's really important to, you know, share your journey, share your struggles and also share your successes and how you can help people. And that's and, like, definitely like throat chakra, you know, activation. And to me, that's like the throat chakra starts to be developed like, you know, around like 28, 20, like Saturn returnee kind of mm-hmm. and after. So it's like, this is where- That's interesting. Yeah. So this is where like you're, you're starting to speak your truth because you have had like years of experience now, things that you've been able to overcome rather in your 20s or, you know, even your teens or your childhood. And all of that relates to quantum healing, you know? And so we have to understand that the past, the present, and the future are all here. And that if we are continuing to bypass the pain and the traumas of the past, it's going to affect how we manifest, it's going to affect how we show up, it's going to affect how we serve. So I would love to hear, because I know you're really passionate about quantum manifestation, I would just love to dive deeper into that right now with you. Yeah, I mean, well, just like you said, everything's happening simultaneously, past, present, future, and it's really uh, fascinating. And when I first kind of like realized that, it was kind of hard to believe, like, oh, how does that make sense? But uh, through my work and experience, especially with the the psychedelics, <laughs> I've realized that it actually <laughs> is happening simultaneously and we get to create our own reality and looking back on my own journey I've done I've seen many things that I've done in order to do that and to make these quantum leaps and connect to a future version of myself and bring that energy into the present and so when I share about quantum manifestation or quantum expansion I look at it as part healing part manifestation because just as you said like you have to do that clearing work and that healing work, so to speak, um, you know, in order to really expand. And so it's, it's, you could be a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously. So it's both like you can do the healing work and manifest epic shit at the same time through we're evolving and yeah. we're always up leveling. Yeah. And so, um, when it comes to like the quantum healing aspect of it, it's doing the inner child work, so to speak, mm-hmm. so basically going back revisiting, you know, every different version of yourself, you know, where certain things maybe happened or whatever, and going back and reparenting yourself, you know, loving the little five-year-old you, loving the teenager you, giving her whatever she needs, you know, because if you don't do that, then like, it's still going to act out sometimes uh, in ways that are not actually serving you. And so it's like going back to do that work changes the trajectory to your future. And something really fascinating I want to share is that, um, so around that time when I was in the abusive relationship, when I was 14 to 20, I was like so broken down, suicidal, like really like I wanted to die. And I started getting into spirituality back then. I started like working with angels and getting all these Oracle decks and books and 
like going deep. And my mom was very Catholic and I wasn't really supposed to. <laughs> oh, I know that story. <laughs> and so it's, it's, it was so interesting because I got really into all the spiritual work and I felt like, you know, I felt like I, my higher self was with me and I felt this presence there and all this stuff. And now looking back, I realized the craziest shit is that it's actually me now who fucking was doing that for the me back then. And so the me back then heard or felt the presence of the me now saying, Hey, do this, read this book, do this, start meditating, start working out. And it changed the whole fucking trajectory of my future. And it's so crazy, like thinking about it in that way and looking at it that way. Cause I'm like mind blown. Cause like there's, you know, it was just this inner knowing your my soul your soul. I mean, your soul's in every freaking dimension, every reality, whatever there is. And so, um, I was like your higher self telling you in that, in that age at that time, like, Hey, this this is where it's leading trust. Yeah. And so if you even think about it, technically, like your higher self can also technically be your future self, so to Mm -hmm. speak. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And so, so it's like, I went back and, and I found this and I realized this one time actually in a journey experience, I was like, oh my God, like I'm going back and healing my, you know, inner child person now. And, but like, I really did that because back then in reality, in the present moment at that time, I was hearing all these things and doing all these things because it was me who was telling me to freaking do that. And so it changed my whole life because I was able to leave that abusive relationship. I, you know, lost 60 pounds. I, cause I, I literally changed my identity and did this, the quantum expansion, the, the healing and the manifestation. I connected to the future vision even back then. Um, and it's just, it's mind blowing. This is all I teach now. And cause like, it's, it's everything freaking amazing. And yeah, you can apply it's it to really your business. Everything. Too. It's what's like, I always say like, it's like the cookie crumbs, like knowing, like see, like in the past, like start putting the pieces together, the things that lit you up when you were a kid, like those challenges are things that even if you're from the past, it doesn't have to be from your childhood, but those challenges are what's leading you to what you're here, your story and what you're here to share. So I think when we start to not like drop the shame of what brought us here or the past, that's a massive part of also empowering ourselves and understanding, like rewriting the story of what was to what is. Yeah. And you don't, the only thing you really need from the past is the lessons, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's the only thing you really need. Um, the lessons and the gratitude for like what it's helped you do. Like if I wasn't in that abusive relationship, yeah. Like I was victimized at the time. I, you know, it was a fucked up, you know, experience and I, it taught me some of the greatest lessons of my life. Like it taught me how to really love myself and step into my power. It taught me that you, when you put your mind to something, like you can literally do anything and create anything. It really helped me wake up to who I really am. And so- And more than that, it also allows you to gain a deeper sense of compassion when you meet someone yeah. going through that, that can bring that like, hey, I see you. I've totally been where you've been. And- you're not alone. Like this too shall pass. And I think when people yeah. have that, like just that one person that kind of gives them permission to, to know that like, it's okay. That's where we can also bring a lot more ease into the experience. Yeah. And when it comes to like, uh, just the making quantum leaps in the manifestation aspect of it, it's like really all about creating from this now moment and connecting to your future vision. Like basically like 
living as if you already have everything that you want. Mm-hmm. Like connecting to the energy of the the reality of the version of you who's living out, living it out. So mm-hmm. like, you know, whatever that is. And some people might be like, well, how do you do that? You know, while well, you do this through your consciousness, you literally can surf reality through your freaking consciousness and manifest and heal through your consciousness. Like just even if you close your eyes every day when your brain waves are slowed down, like when you first wake up or when you first go to, when you're getting ready to go to bed and use all of your senses to get into that vision of the reality that you're wanting to shift into Mm. uh, with, with repetition, your subconscious, like it aligns with it. And so your actual physical, physical reality has no other choice, but to shift. And sometimes it can shift really, really quickly. And at the same time, like we're, it's a much denser energy in the 3d. And so sometimes it takes a little bit of time for the actual, well, three D is time, space, reality. So, you know, but things can truly happen a lot faster. It's like the collapsing of space and time, that collapsing mm-hmm. the timelines. Um, and so, don't define it by oh, it's going to take long. It's actually things can happen really fucking fast. They, there's no rules. It's just like, well, what can you believe? Mm-hmm. What's the timeline that you're putting yourself on? Exactly. And Mm -hmm. so maybe you shouldn't even put yourself on any timeline and just be as if and live as if and Mm -hmm. watch how fast your reality changes. You have to also like start implementing the habits of that vision that you have. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, this is all, this is all like, um, it really comes down to shifting at the subconscious identity level. So we always see, we see ourselves a certain way, right? Um, so, you know, for example, if you want to, I don't know, be a millionaire and be making this massive impact or whatever, you know, you have to connect, you literally have to change your identity. The millionaire version of you who's, you know, speaking on stages and impacting, you know, thousands of people or whatever, how does she live her day? Like, how does she start her day? Let's start there. You don't need to go crazy, but how does she start her day? You know, maybe she work ethic, like all the success is all about work ethic. You know, it's like being able to implement that and to embody that. Embodiment is everything. It's like not even just how does she start her morning, but like, what does she like? How, how does that version of you like walk, talk, act, show up? Like when I'm doing an identity shift, I usually change something physically too. Like I just shaved the side of my head. I just dyed it my hair looks pink, um, I, my style a little bit, you know, I always do something. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not like always super dramatic, but something to actually step into that in the now into that future identity, you know? Um, so it's really all about shifting at the subconscious identity level. There's faster ways to do this. Like I said, this is why I got so into hypnosis and NLP, neuro-linguistic programming and uh, EFT tapping and stuff like that, because it's like, those are, those are tools aside from plant medicine, of course, but those are tools that really help you shift at the subconscious level um, in a much faster, more powerful way. But again, that in and of itself is a habit. Like you've got, you've got to develop the habit of doing that on a regular basis enough for yourself so that you really do upgrade the programming. The momentum. Building yeah. that momentum. And I think like what people don't really understand either is that the subconscious is formed by the age of six. Like the root chakra is that subconscious. And so if there's still trauma that you're avoiding from those ages, that's affecting everything. And that's again, goes back to the quantum healing. Like 
understanding that all of that is correlated and relatable in a way of like still having a voice into the experience that you're having and mm-hmm. still having kind of like an influence, I should say, to the experience. Yeah. I love inner child healing work. You know, it's, it's been so powerful because, and there have been parts of me that I didn't want to go back to that were really hard to go back to that I kind of didn't like for a while. I didn't like those parts. Um, but it's been so healing to like go back and just love the shit out of myself and like have Mm -hmm. that compassion and like, um, understand that certain habits or things in that were coming up, um, in present life were really stemmed from like a part of me that needed my attention. And Mm -hmm. so I even, I even had another experience where I, I did this meditation where, um, I spoke to different parts of myself uh, and I asked them because I felt like I was, I was going in my head. I was, so I'm sure people can relate that if you've had like a thought or belief that keeps coming up and you have no freaking clue how to get around it and you've been doing this work and it keeps coming up and you're like, I thought I already worked through that and this shit keeps coming up, you know? So something like that was happening for me. And I did this uh, like meditation experience where I, basically connected to that version of that part of myself who was feeding me that thought or that belief, that part of myself who kept telling me that. Um, And I did this whole thing where I basically like asked her what she needed from me and uh, uh, kind of changed things. It's all about like having a conversation with yourself. I like asked her what she needed from me to support her Mm -hmm. and also what she can do for me to support me. And I like letting her know that that is not supporting me and where we're going. So can you do something different? Or like, if you need my attention, can you just remind me to take care of my body? If you need my attention, can you just remind me to like eat more healthy food or something? Or can you just remind me to dance when you need my attention? You know? Beautiful. Yeah, it was. So really we had to have a relationship with that part of ourself too. Yeah, and and understanding it was kind of like, okay, I know, I understand you're feeling like this, or this is what you might believe, or whatever. And you know, uh, just <laughs> that's not true. This is where we're going. How can I support you? Um, so yeah, I don't know. It was like this really interesting experience. It was really profound, though. I don't know. Really it, amazing. It, yeah, well, I love that. I think that's such a beautiful. Because we need to, again, foster a relationship with those parts of ourselves that yeah be hard to look at or, you know, again, the shame or, you know, that are just kind of brutal, but mm-hmm. they're still part of us. And again, it, there's a, there's a purpose to it with the compassion. There's a purpose of the connection. There's mm-hmm. a purpose of strength. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing with this is that, yes, the, those are parts of you, but, and however, the beliefs that so- certain parts of you might hold are not you and are mm-hmm. not them. So like, for ex- like, even if a part of you believes something like that, you're not good enough or whatever, like that part of you is part of you. Yeah. But the belief, that belief is not, you know? And so it's like, it's almost like teaching them. It's so funny like to talk in this kind of context, but it's been really helpful to me to do this kind of like, I guess, parts therapy on myself. Um, but like to have kind of conversation to help them realize actually not true for me to, to help you feel enough now. And so it's like, okay. 
and they'll, they'll answer you. Like if you have conversations with the parts of yeah, yourself, it's, like it's every, and that's the same. It's like, you also have free will and mm-hmm. that, right. Just as like talking with your guys, like there, it's the, it's not going to come in unless you invite it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's really powerful work. Like the inner child or reparenting or parts work, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. It's really powerful. And, and I, I feel like see- there's no accident why it's coming right now. Like the, it's like doing right, like deep work right now. Cause I do believe that our generation is the bridge, you know, like we're the bridge between the old and the new paradigm. And so we're the ones that are like helping guide and lead to like what is sustainable from the old paradigm and what is the actual new paradigm as well. So -hmm. the fact that we are the generation that's really activating more of the inner child quantum healing work, Mm -hmm. that's saying something because we have the power as a generation to be like, okay, when we do this work, all this also we're healing seven generations behind and seven generations before like where there's a lot of the karma that we could be carrying from our family that a we lot know is even ruling us exactly so we're the ones that are the sacred disruptors that are saying like this does not sustain what i'm about to create this is this does not sustain what i'm ready to experience this is mm-hmm. not going to sustain what i'm here to share yeah it's just, it's really fascinating because I, I think like from like now, like, you know, those of us who've gone through Saturn returns or first one, like her parents are not going through like their second or have already gone through their second Saturn return in that realm too. And so the fact that like our generation, like we have the like psychedelic renaissance, we've got this like massive like quantum healing renaissance, we've got this like art runners, like we're all coming into like our truth and our parents are like seeing that now as well as like we continue to be grow, evolve as adults and, and they want to know, I don't know about you. Like my parents are always like, my dad especially is always curious about like what I'm doing. And I think there's, there's a wave of that, of generational healing too. That's really happening right now. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's a really, it's a really wild time. <laughs> it is. But it's, yeah. Um, it's really powerful and really important. And like, we all came here for this purpose of like coming together to raise the vibration of the planet, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like really interesting and fascinating and like exciting at the same mm-hmm. time. It's, it's really cool to like be in that Hawk perspective and like experience too, like from that higher perspective of like what's unfolding. Yeah. And what are we going to do about it? Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm thoroughly excited to see how this journey is going to continue to um, unfold and to see more people like answering the call to share their journey, answering the call to like share their purpose Mm-hmm. And to like really like run with their passion. Like uh, my favorite quote, I remember I put this in my application when I applied to school was from St- uh, Steve Pavilia, uh, Padilla, excuse me, Steve Padilla. And he said, uh, passion and purpose go hand in hand. When you find your purpose, it's something you're extremely passionate about. Mm. And so I think that there's just more of an opportunity for us to embrace like what lights us up, more of an opportunity yeah. for us to embrace like what sets our soul on fire. Yeah. And sometimes I 
you know, people might be like, oh, I don't know exactly what that is yet. Or I'm, or what if it's, you know, I've experienced a lot of people who either say they don't know what it is, or they have so many things they're passionate about. I know I did. Mm -hmm. And so what I say to that is like, if you don't know what it is, know yourself and start to really get to know yourself more and you will know what it is pretty quickly. Uh, And secondly, um, if you have multiple things that you love, you can look at those things as tools in your toolbox and they're they're just parts of who you are, but you get to choose how you want to live out your purpose. You get to create it. It's not something that you need to find. Um, You don't need to choose. It's just like, well, you can choose is what I said, but you don't need to do everything all at once. You can just look at things as tools in your toolbox, you know, mm. for me, like I've had a million different business ventures. There's a, always a theme. I feel with artistry Then I used to design bras and, you know, performers. And then I did my personal training and then I had a boot camp, and then, you know, so I was on this journey, but what I realized is that I was always on purpose for where I was on my journey. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Cause I was and following there's a gold thread between all the parts. There is. The yeah. All of them matter. Cause I, w- I learned so many different th- and uh, things and for everyone, anyone listening, like every part of your journey matters. So do what lights you up in this now moment and don't freaking worry about what the end all be all thing is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, that used to drive me nuts. And then I finally was like, you know what? I'm freaking, I am on my purpose. Like this is just me following my passions. And I'm going to let this evolve as it does, but there's a theme. And so I believe that everyone always has a theme, you know, for, for me, my theme was, uh, is my art. That's my gift is my art. Um, anything creative, I make pendants now as well, but I kind of just do that for, I do that. I don't do that as much. Um, but I do that as part of my, like something I add to my work, but like my art and really helping people know their worth. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the core of my theme. And so even though I help people grow their business, step into their purpose, manifest, whatever, at the core of it, it's like helping people know their fucking worth and step into their power. Mm-hmm. Like that's the core of it. Mm-hmm. And sharing my art in the way, in the form of my jewelry and in the form of everything that I create, my videos, my brand, all that stuff, you know? Yeah. It's and an so, expression of your soul. Exactly. And so um, I encourage people listening to really look at the, your theme. Even if you already are on purpose and doing your thing, still look at your theme. It's really cool to see it and to really own that. And I feel like it helps strengthen like what you're doing and what you're putting out in the world. You know, just knowing your theme, like, oh yeah, this is me. Like, mm-hmm. This is no matter what. And I'm going to, you know. It's your truth. Exactly. At this moment. It's your truth yeah. at this moment. Yeah. Amazing. Oh my God. I've been loving this conversation. Okay. So I want to wrap up with some quick lightning round questions uh, for you that I love to end all these conversations. <laughs> this has been so fun. Okay. So what does sovereignty mean to you? Sovereignty means like living life on my own fucking terms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. What would you say would be a really strong animal totem that's been guiding you lately? Right now, I've been seeing the owl like everywhere. It's ridiculous. Wow. Not a real owl, but like in jewelry, pictures, mm-hmm. whatever. It's still, it's still there. That's yeah. what people understand too. It doesn't matter if it's like you're seeing yeah. the actual animal, it's still there. What would you say to younger Stephanie? I would say. I love you and you're so fucking amazing. Amazing. I love that. 
Let her know. You have to let her know. <laughs> and uh, what would you say to someone out there, you know, just like a last little blurb about what you're feeling and what's coming up to be shared right now? I just want to encourage everyone to like keep following your dreams, keep following your purpose and that inner nudge within you or that burning desire within you to mm -hmm. freaking share your message loud and proud. And you know what I'm talking about, that burning desire. That's like, yes, you got, you have something really important to do, do it, share it, create it, be it. Just keep following that and really stepping into that because the more you do that, the more powerful your message will become and the bigger the impact you'll be able to make. And hello, you'll get to just continue living your best fucking life and making the rest of your life the best of your life, starting from this now moment on. So keep going, keep growing, keep expanding. And you get to create anything that you want in this lifetime. So anything is 100% possible 100% of the time. So just fucking own that. <laughs> yeah, tell them. Are amazing. And where can we find more of you? So I'm on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe. And I have lots of goodies and things on my site at spiritualbossbabe.com. Um, and of course, my Facebook group that's on my site as well. Pretty much everything you can find on the site too. Spiritual Boss Babes is the Facebook group. Yeah, and it's always popping over there. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. i appreciate you sister thank you for being so vulnerable and for sharing your truth and your medicine and and just your overall experience as to what's led you to this really powerful journey and because you've like i said you've created such a really strong container for people to heal and i've seen what those women write inside that group and I see, I see that people are hungry and you get to really create this platform that allows that hunger to be fed and to be shared and to connect. So I really appreciate you for the work that you're doing and how you're answering the call. And we need more people like you in the world. So thank you again, Aww. Stephanie. Appreciate you so much, lady. Thank you. I appreciate you so much too. Thank you so much for having me on here. Yes, it's been so much fun. So everyone go check out what Stephanie's up to. And we're looking forward to hearing what you think about this episode. And we'll be chatting with you soon. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning into this powerful episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. To keep this conversation flowing, I invite you to join us over at the Sovereign Society private Facebook group and to follow us over at Sovereign Society podcast on Instagram. If you want to keep up with me, subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can watch these episodes and so much more. I welcome you to come on over and say hey on Instagram at Sabrina Riccio. And if you love these conversations, please support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a rating and review on iTunes. To share the love, all you got to do is search Sovereign Society Podcasts. And of course, if you're ready for more, stay tuned for next week because I've got a whole new episode coming your way. Take care. Satnam. Satnam.